Hello, everyone. I hope you're doing well. Actually, we hope you are doing well. Hello. Well, that was Evelyn right there. I was just going to introduce you. I am Kendall, and this is... Evelyn. Well, there you go. Welcome to Life and a Cup of Coffee, where Evelyn and I sit around at the table. We're actually at a table right now, and we discuss theology. Now, if you are unaware of what that word means, theos is the original Greek term for God, so ology, so this is the study of God. Theology. Yeah, or, and I'm you know, having coffee and you're not. I have to be honest with you. I know it's called life in a cup of coffee, but I've I had tremendous pours of coffee into one yes, cup. Yes, you did. You took a, a to-go cup to the service, yeah. the second service, yeah. and the first service. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and then I had a, I had a tr- uh, big cup before the service. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering what happened to all that coffee. I drank, mm. I drank it all. And that's why I'm having mine now. You know what's funny? It usually wires me, but right now... I, I, we could I, switch you to decaf. No, do not. <laughs> why would you s- stop cursing? <laughs> There's no cursing here. Um no, I, if I drink a, uh, a certain amount, it kind of crosses over from being wired into being somewhat sedated. And I don't, I, I'm in between. I'm still at that threshold. You're so weird. A little bit, you know. Well, we're starting off this with like a lot of kind comments from you that make me happy. Well, they bring me a lot of joy. <laughs> All right. And we're joking right now because that's what we're going to talk about. Let's talk about happy, um, happiness and joy and all joy. that stuff. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Like Ren and Stimpy. Remember that show back in the I, 90s, yeah, man. I think? It was so strange, but you know, you it was got a bit sucked trippy. in. It was trippy, right? Now, yeah. what were the characters? What was like a... I think a cat and a dog. A cat and a dog, because it looked like a wet rat. Yeah, it, the, the animation was kind of weird. Like, who comes up with this stuff? It who? was not a cute kitty, nor was it a... It was kind of a cute puppy, but they really... Did a did injustice I'm to like, the cat? I'm animation. so tempted to like get on YouTube right now and look up Ren and Stimpy videos. Okay, we'll do that later. Okay, yeah, um, and that'll ruin my evening. But um, what is this whole deal with happiness and joy? And uh, what do you have to say well, about it? I was just thinking about how I'm a cup half full person, um, and I look. I tend to look at things um, on the bright side of things, but. That doesn't mean, and, and typically I'm happy, but I, I'm not always joyful. So you're optimistic. Yes, very. When you say a cup half full. Yes, yes, very. Yeah. That's you, my personality, and some people you, have you that. You really are, like, really generally oh. happy, almost to the point when people meet you or they get to know you, like, just a little bit. They're oh, like, yeah. is she for real? I've had comments at work where they say, I'm just too nice, and it's it's not really that. I'm I'm just always a positive thinker. And yeah. Why, why be anything else but nice? And you really are. And it's something that I really admire about you. And I, I think our friends admire that about you. Um, but you're not unrealistic. Correct. Correct. And, and I certainly understand bad moods. Yeah. It's not like you're going out into the world and, and putting on this false, um, you know, um, right. image of being happy all the time. You, right. You're you're realistic about it. Well, in in my thoughts, it's I have to take on this uh, persona. Is that the right word? I don't because know. Um, I can't I can't live any other way, or I will sink into depression. Yeah. Because I, I make a conscious choice. I'm going to see this in a positive angle. Because if I don't, I'll sink into that cave that a lot of people are in, and I choose not to live my life like that if you, I can help it. Do you think it's Do you think that's genetics? Like 
Possibly, yes. Well, yes. what about, let's look at your family then, Evelyn. Okay. Okay, let's put the spotlight on. <laughs> uh, but, oh, oh, here okay. we go. But no, really, um, I know some people in your family, and I honestly, I hope they're not listening right now. They don't seem generally optimistic like you. No. Um, I think my sister, Linda, takes on the sorrows of the world, and, and I have gotten into that place where she's at. I don't like being there. It's al- already sad enough without sinking into that but it, uh, well, can we pause for a second? Yeah. I love that you mentioned that because I uh, years ago I came up with this phrase. Maybe I may I think I came up with it, but I don't. Where f- other people did, if they did, I'm just stealing it right now. But I don't believe that Jesus wants us to walk around weighed down by the cross. Mm-hmm. Rather, He wants to help us pick up that cross and walk with us. Right. Yes. So He doesn't want His people spreading the gospel of sorrow. Correct. Even even though that brings a lot of sorrow, but he wants us to carry out into the world the gospel of Christ, which brings so much, here's the word, joy. Mm-hmm. Kara, kara is the Greek term for that. We'll get into that in a few moments. But a lot of Christians, they, they get kind of stuck in this pothole, I would say, mm-hmm. where they're like, how are you doing? I am just so humble yeah. right you know, I Oh, <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh, how can I help? Are you okay? Well, I also have a brother that's, I call him grumpy from the seven dwarfs because he's always grumbly and grumpy and, and he's a Christian, but yeah, he's S- just spread the gospel, not your grief. Yeah. But he just, he's the kind that just gets angry over what he sees as injustice. So I will be sure to tell him to never, ever listen to episode two of our podcast. <laughs> Are you sure this isn't three? No, it's okay. it's actually episode two because la- the first one we did was just an introduction. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And we're actually going to do another introduction today over video. Let's see Ooh. how that works out. But yeah, I, it's funny. So before you said that you do believe it, it's genetic. In like it's part yes. of the family, but I'm not seeing that, Evelyn. I'm not. I'm not seeing, especially with the picture that you just portrayed. Well, my mom had a more of a pessimistic side, and my dad, I think, had more of a positive side. So I think I got that from my dad, but also I think it's a choice as well. You do think it's a choice. I, I don't know if you can always uh, help things, but you you probably struggle if you're a person who's usually depressed. You have to struggle to make the choice to not be, but I think sometimes people need medication for that, maybe. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Listen, we have to recognize that there is a... uh uh, a biological yes. aspect to that can keep someone from being happy and uh, and experiencing joy. And we should be praying yeah. for those people and and not trying to fix them at all times right. and just saying, "Man, you're going through this. How can I help?" Yeah, I know right? some really good people. Even uh, I think some of the pastors' children that have followed along the path of their parents, but they were, you know, manic depressants. Yeah, and, or manic depression. Well, let's lo- move a little deeper into this. The other the reason why we're talking about this happy, happy, joy, joy. <laughs> I, I just have fun saying that. Okay. That makes me happy. Well, good. But um, we're talking about, because the other day you asked the question, do you think there is a, by the way, we keep a list of um, things that we want to talk about through the podcast. And Evelyn wrote down, I saw on our page that it said, is there a distinction between happy and joy or happiness and joy? And I'm going to ask you, is there a distinction, do you believe, between happy and joy? Personally, I do. For me, um, I can be happy that I've, you know, had a good day or whatever, but what generally I'm happy. 
But what brings me what I consider joy is when I've prayed to God for something that is really important to me. And I try to pray on the little things as well, but when I pray on it and God has answered my prayer, I feel so much joy because not only has he answered my prayer for something good, especially for loved ones and people, he's also showing me that he is listening to my prayers. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's it's a gift, so it makes me very joyful knowing that God's listening to me. So you do see a distinction between that? Yes, I do. I, I don't. I, 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 so I'm going to have to like disagree with you. Give every, me your argument. Well, you know, I can just use everything that you just said in order to make the point that you could replace every uh, term where you use the word happy with joy. Um, so it, it brings me joy to know that God is listening to my prayers because, what, and it brings me joy um, to pray. Uh, so right there off the bat, how you how you actually describe that, I don't see a distinction between the two. Well, I do, because to me, happiness is fleeting moments where yeah. joy stays with you. Every time you think of that moment, it brings you the joy that you had in the beginning when you felt that joy. Happiness can change on a dime. So can joy. Mm, yeah, I, I, don't I know. really do believe that. Well, it depends that. on where your joy is coming from. Yeah. As, as a Christian, my joy comes from... Uh, the Lord. Mine doesn't. Well, I'm joking. I know. <laughs> it's okay. I had to get there. It's okay, Pastor Kendall. Well, let's talk about happy. So you don't see you see a distinction, whereas I don't. I, I can I see them being used interchangeably, and incidentally, um, so I, I'm basing mine upon my experience, and I'm also going to draw from Scripture. Uh, so you cool with that? You cool? Oh with yeah, me? and don't forget Psalms is especially Psalms one twenty six mm-hmm. is all about happiness and joy. Okay. In Ooh, case anybody look what you just said. Look what you just said. You just said happiness, happiness and, joy. and joy. And it's funny. The Greek word for and in um, Greek is ka or kai, however you want to pronounce it, and it equates the two. Anytime an author is using the word and or uh, ka kai. In the writing, the author is saying these two are equated together. They are not different. Oh, they're married. Yeah, they're basically married together. And so right right off the bat, just using that that connective term right there is saying, okay, they're kind of the same thing here. I can get that. I can get into that because when you're joyous, you feel happy that you're joyous. Oh, whoa. I, I get that. Wow, that, you did that with even like being a tongue twister. Oh. That was kind of cool. Well, let, let's get notice. to the root of this. You want to get to the root of this? We'll talk a little... Um, philosophy for a second. Do it. Let's go. If if you look back um, toward the ancient Greeks, let's just say, and we're going into the world of ideology and philosophy right now, they had a term that they used called, uh, and the term was eudaimonia or eudaimonia. Okay. Eudaimonia? Yeah. Yeah, you did. Good. Oh. Okay. Now, I actually don't know where the accent um, is on that. Um, so eudaimonia, eudaimonia, depending on what... Um, how you pronounce it. Um, but th- they look to this ideology as eudaimonia, as happiness. Okay. And they said, well, what is happiness? So this is where we get to it. It's happiness and welfare. And they looked at it as something eternal. Okay. I mean, in- internal, not eternal, something internal. And it was living in a manner to, to achieve your best as an individual. So what they looked at it as human flourishing. Now you notice right there, it's not a feeling, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's like achieving best, okay? Now you achieve your best through virtuous um, behavior, 
through developing a virtuous characteristic, you know, kind of like that person's very patient, they're very kind, they're compassionate, they have strength, all that stuff. Those are virtues according to this ideology. And it's really interesting. So they're really, you know, eudaimonia and happiness is when you achieve your best potential, okay, which is the highest human good. And you notice how that involves ethics, mm-hmm. right? So there's there's this kind of thing going on there. And it also involves one's ability to use rational reasoning, your ability to like navigate through certain things and enter into discussion with people over things like happiness and joy, if there's a distinction. And then you learn through that, and then you move on. Mm-hmm. Okay, and through that, you develop your character. Now, the interesting thing is it, it is e- internal. Um, I don't know why I'm getting confused between that internal and eternal, okay? Um, and is literally discovered within you. There is no external measure like a God driving you toward this. Does that make sense? Yes, it so does. That was, so the Greeks, um, they looked to um, eudaimonia, eudaimonia as this um, human flourishing. And that was the definition of it. Then we move over into, let's just say, Christianity. Okay. Well, Christianity, um, believe it or not, this might challenge you for a second, but it is um, a, uh, happiness and joy. I'm using the terms interchangeably. They would say is discovered in an external. And that external is the divine being. God. God. Right. And happiness is knowing God. Incidentally, John, the, the writer of the gospel, says that eternal life is knowing God, which kind of makes sense, right? You know? Oh, yeah. But um, so happiness is knowing God. Happiness is being blessed by God. Happiness is being in a relationship with God. Follow me here. It brings me joy to be in a relationship with God. It brings me joy to know God, and it brings me joy to be blessed by God. Do you see how the terms are really interchangeable within Christianity? Yes, I do. Okay, now I'm almost done here with my argument, okay? Because um, really th- I'm really thinking that you'll, you'll come around and say, well, they really are the same within this framework. If you open up to Matthew um, chapter 5 specifically, the Gospel of Matthew, and let me just draw this up here. So, And if you're listening to this right now, Matthew 5, chapter, um, ver- chapter 5, verses 3 through, let's see, go all the way to 11, okay? These are what we what is known as the Beatitudes, okay? And they are blessings, okay? And it says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. What I believe is going on with this is Jesus is getting ready to prepare a sermon. He's simply addressing who's in his audience. (laughs) I mean, I don't think there's much going on here than that. But the term for blessed here is makaroi, all right? And Jesus opens up with makaroi, oi, patokoi tu penumiti. And that's, that's um, he's saying, blessed are the poor in spirit. Well, it is good to be blessed. Remember I said blessed equates to happiness and stuff? Yes. Well, if you look at the definition um, in the lexicons here, and I'm using the BDAG, um, it says makarioi is to being fortunate or happy because of circumstance. Okay, and then comma, fortunate, comma, happy. So really you could say happy are the poor in spirit, happy are those who mourn, happy are the meek. Do you see that? It's like a blessedness. You're blessed and you're going to be happy, okay? Maybe one day, but yeah. right now I don't think they were feeling too happy. But no, that's, not in that audience. And, and for me, I think about that and I go, okay, we're not going to be happy right now going through this, but later on there will be joy in the morning. Well, you know what you just did? You just really translated, interpreted Matthew 5, um, 
this whole thing perfectly. Oh. He says, blessed are the poor in spirit. Then he gives the why. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Okay? And then the next line, blessed, makaroi, are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Now, check this out. Happy are those poor in spirit. Why? Because the kingdom of heaven is yours. Happy are those who mourn. Why, Jesus? Because you're going to be comforted. Doesn't that bring you happiness and joy? Well, yes. They're interchangeable at yes. that point. I see your point there. One last point. Um, if we go into Philippians, Philippians, um, typically Paul uses the word kara a lot. Um, and kara means joy. And he says, you know, uh, I count it joy or uh, I'm constantly praying with joy in every one of my prayers for all of you. Well, I count it. You can really put the term happy, constantly praying with happiness in every one of my prayers for all of you. So in this sense, it's I, I really do believe uh, a Christian perspective of happiness and joy is that they can be used interchangeably. They're, they're found together. They're married together, um, like we talked about before. And um, it's just, it's really a word choice. And I don't think you could say happiness is not as deep as joy. The reason for that is because we just looked at Matthew 5, and Jesus is literally saying, happy are those, blessed are those, um, because of the kingdom of heaven, right? That's pretty deep. Well, you can be happy that you're joyful. Yeah. But not everybody's happy. Um, In fact, most people I would gather, uh, especially now in today's age, are not really happy. No. Especially the younger people. They're not happily joyful, and they're not joyfully happy. Right. But you can always pray for the kara. No. No. Okay. <laughs> I, why do, I don't know why I, like, I, I have that nature in me that just like that, you know, I just like... I thought you'd be impressed that I was using Greek, I'm honey. always impressed Kara. with you, Kara. Kara. Yeah. Kara. Kara. Equals joy. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Karas, okay, is the term that Paul actually... If I had an applause in. button, I'd give myself applause. You want to hear something that's going to be really weird? What? Tears of joy. Oh. Let's talk about that for a moment. That's my sister all over. She always has tears of joy. Well, like, um, for instance, I think you're about to say it, aren't you? But I'm going to say it first. Um, at funerals, or for instance, my my sister and brother-in-law um, took care of my mom for years before she passed away, and she was not always the easiest person to get along with. But in her last year of life, uh, she changed and she was brought to Christ. And I do believe that it was because of my sister and brother-in-law that helped her with that. And so when my mom did pass away, even though there wasn't a lot of happiness with the living circumstances, there was a lot of joy that she finally found the Lord. Mm-hmm. And that's the case with funerals. I think you were about to talk about no, that. No, I mean, you mentioned funerals uh, before. I was going to go there, but uh, if you can experience joy among sorrow. I mean, just go to a I'm going to say a Christian funeral, go to uh, a Jewish, you know, um, I've never been to a Jewish funeral, Uh, or I would even say like Islam, because they have this view of the afterlife. Okay, Mm -hmm. so in that, just in the view of having an afterlife, it brings you hope, right? So in those circumstances, even though the person has passed, they've actually just passed on. Like death isn't equated with ending, right? And in that, you can go to a Christian funeral, these funerals, and and see and witness and feel joy among amongst the sorrow mixed in there. 
and that explains the suffering that your your um, sister went through caring for someone else because that is suffering. I, I will say mm-hmm. that, but it brought them joy through it. Mm-hmm. Is that a good good way? Yeah, I think so. Yes, I mean now they can carry that with them, and yeah. and even though they're still not always happy because we miss them, um, we still have joy knowing where she is. I mean, certainly I'm not happy. I, I would love to keep visiting my mom, but knowing where she is now brings me joy. Yeah, that, that faith that you have. I admire the faith that you have in that so much. I really do. I know you struggle with certain things. I do. Like I that. do. I have, um, I have a faith. I have a saving faith. I mm-hmm. really believe that. Um, but I have a hard time imagining certain aspects of my faith, and that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Um, I, I do wrestle a lot. Um, and I'm praying for you with all that. Thanks. Um, I don't know how to take that. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but this was a fun talk. Uh, so what do you what do you think? Is there a difference between happiness and joy? I still believe that there is. Okay. And, and I do believe that they can be married to each other. But yes, I do think there is some distinction okay. yeah. that we've discussed. And, and it's okay that you feel the way you do about it. Yeah, I'm not hurt at all. Yeah. I mean, I've developed my own understanding. You have your own understanding. Um, how about this one? Jo- happiness and joy, both terms have many facets, and we seek as human beings to experience both. Oh, yeah. Um, but, I will always pray for both rather than yeah. one or the other. And we can also say, yeah, there is joy in the suffering, and suffering can lead to joy. Even though I don't like feeling the suffering. No. But I think it's supposed to help us grow or something like that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That can be another topic, yeah. suffering. Mm. Maybe a hint for next time. So I'm going to count down t- um, from five, and you get ready to press that button. Five, four, three, three two. two. God bless everyone. May God you experience bless. the joy and love of Jesus Christ in your hearts. Amen. One. Thank you.